following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I'm your host every Tuesday evening right here in WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial, and we're broadcasting right here from the great city of Woonsocket, Rhode Island, in the heart of the Blackstone River Valley. A little about me. I work at Remax Preferred on the Luca and Murano team. And uh, Don Murano and myself, my awesome partner, we are licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And we work with buyers and sellers of residential and commercial real estate. This show is primarily about commercial, excuse me, about residential real estate. And it's for you, the consumer, uh, to help educate you, increase your awareness about the business, the process of buying and selling real estate. You know, it's not something that's static. It doesn't stay the same. Buying and selling a house today is very different, <clears throat> excuse me, very different than it was in years past, especially uh, even as recent as eight, ten years ago. All right. The process was very different because uh, we had a response, a regulatory response to the crash. And then since then, things have adjusted back. The pendulum has come a little bit more towards the middle as far as the amount of paperwork and um, the challenges that everyone had to encounter when trying to sell real estate. So if you sold a house or bought a house 10 or 15 years ago or more, I guarantee you the process is very different, especially if you're looking to get uh, a mortgage like an FHA mortgage or a VA mortgage or a USDA mortgage or um, a Rhode Island housing loan. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are uh, loans that are guaranteed by the government. And the government, in turn, wants to make sure that, um, that they're protected. So there are, there's lots of paperwork. And there are lots of um, fees, for lack of a better term. I mean, it might be something like uh, private mortgage insurance. Okay, These are fees that have to be paid for by the borrower. And a lot of folks, when they're buying a home and they haven't, um, they haven't involved themselves in a loan and the buying of a home, or they haven't obtained a government-backed loan before, um, they're really overwhelmed with a lot of the requirements. And sometimes the loan officer bears the brunt of, of the uh, angst from the consumer, the borrower, the buyer, okay? So we're going to talk a little bit about that this evening. Uh, but before we do that, I want to start off by thanking our sponsors. Without our sponsors, you would not have the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. So if you um, 
have an opportunity, please reach out to them. Of course, we have John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Uh, 401-321-4401. That's the number for the Dolbeck team. So if you have a mortgage and you're not sure if you could get a better rate or if it would be worth refinancing, give John a call, 401-321-4401. And the Dolbeck team will take fantastic care of you, answer any questions you have. And they might be able to even give you a breakdown as to cheapers you've been in this loan a while maybe you want to shorten up your term to 15 years okay and then you could get an even lower interest rate okay i do not know what the rate that any given consumer is going to receive on any given day but um john dolbeck and the dolbeck team certainly do you know generally the lowest rates are reserved for folks who are buying a single family home that they're going to live in uh, so if you're looking to buy an investment property like a multifamily property or a condominium or a vacation home slash second home, um, then the interest rate would not be as low as if you were buying a single family home to live in. All right, those are just some constants that are always out there. So when you see quotes for interest rates and then you, you know, 2.75 or 3.35 or, you know, really low rates. And then you wonder why you're getting a 3.5. Well, maybe you're getting a 3.5 because you're buying a multifamily home. Okay. Or maybe because it's a condominium. Uh, commercial loans are even a little bit higher. So if it's greater than four units, um, they are, those are typically a little bit higher once again, those interest rates. But the best way to find out what type of a loan uh, you would best qualify for, you need to call John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at 401-321-4401. We also want to thank our sponsor, Beacon Title and Escrow. They are the go-to closing and escrow company for the Luca and Murano team. And we use them because, you know, Anthony Betancourt, the managing partner, Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner. And Anthony takes the time to explain everything to the consumer, whether it's the buyer or the seller that they're representing. You know, there are a lot of other attorneys who have closing companies, you know, other closing companies out there. And, you know, I refer to them as kind of closing factories, okay? Because what they do is it just they move in and move out and the papers slide across the table really quickly and the closer, um, the person conducting the closing will say, okay, initial here, initial here, this document is called this, initial here, initial here. This document is called that, sign here. That's not the way it's done at Beacon Title and Escrow. At Beacon Title and Escrow, every document is explained. Everything you're initialing, everything you're signing. When you're going over the settlement sheet, also referred to as the CD, the closing doc, um, the Alta, the HUD, those are all terms used to refer to the settlement sheet, the number that has the final numbers, I mean the page that has the final numbers. Okay, uh, this is what tells you how much money you have to bring to the closing table when you're buying a home or how much money you're going to be receiving at the closing table or post-closing if you're selling a home. Sometimes folks actually are buying a home and they're getting money back. Now, one of the ways you might be getting money back is, let's say it's a VA loan uh, and you paid for your home inspection you will get that money back because that fee is worked into the principal balance of the loan. With a VA loan, they don't want the consumer, the buyer, to pay anything. 
out of pocket. So it's all worked into the loan. That's why the VA loan, or one of the reasons why the VA loan is such a great program. So if you are in the military or you retired from the military or you're no longer in the military or a veteran of one kind or another, you should definitely look into the VA loan. And, of course, uh, John Dolbeck is a veteran. He's a Navy veteran. He was on a submarine, so he's, uh, he knows what it's like. Um, and give us a call, 401-232-4300. That's the number for the Luca and Murano team. And we can help you uh, identify houses that would qualify for a VA loan because not every house qualifies for a VA loan. Okay? Uh, and that's one of the things about government-backed loans. Not only does the consumer have to qualify for the loan, the buyer, the house has to qualify. Okay? It has, there are certain uh, points that need to be checked off, okay? Um, and if they can't be, if there are certain things, certain um, points of deficiency, the loan will not be approved. It, the house will not appraise, okay, for one of these government-backed securities. And, of course, VA and uh, USDA, which are both 0% down, no down payment loans, those are the most stringent mortgages that the house, uh, for a house to com comply with or qualify for, Okay. Um, FHA is a little less stringent. And then, of course, if you're going conventional, where you're putting down typically, you know, 5, 10, or 20%, uh, then um, you can buy almost anything, okay? So, but you need to talk to an experienced, knowledgeable realtor. And the Luca and Murano team at REMAX Preferred, we, our goal is, to, is for real estate to be made easy, Okay. And we will answer all the questions you have, and we will help guide you towards a house that best suits you, your budget, and the mortgage program for which you're, you have been approved. Okay? Um, and everything, when you get to the closing table, will be thoroughly explained to you by Anthony Betancourt or Rich Nicholson at Beacon Title and Escrow. And, of course, we also have GMET's Moving and Storage. Not only will they move your prized belongings, your furniture, uh, boxes of clothing, everything, whatever you have, they can also store it for you if your new home isn't ready. Okay? If you have to be out of one house, can't go into the new house yet, they can store your belongings for you. All right? So, GMET's moving in storage. They will also move things if they just need to be moved a short distance from one side of the house to the other side, from... Basically, take it out of this room, put it in that room so we could rip up the carpet and put hardwoods down. GMETs can do that. All right, 401-383-6399 is the number to call to find out when they can help you. Okay, that's GMETs Moving and Storage. Please give them a call, 401-383-6399, and tell them that you heard about them on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. Okay, so getting back to... You know, mortgages today, buying a house today and how it can be, how it's different and how it can be a little challenging, a little um, stressful, you know, more so than the regular process of buying and selling a home. You know, it can do that because there's lots of paperwork, <clears throat> you know, lots of paperwork. And generally people think, oh, when I get a mortgage, I apply for a mortgage. You fill out the mortgage application. That's the very beginning. But then you need to demonstrate, you need to prove that you make that much money. So you're going to have to provide W-9s or tax returns or pay stubs or all of the above. 
If you're self-employed, the amount of paperwork that you're going to have to apply, uh, supply, especially for an FHA-type mortgage, is, for lack of a better term, prodigious. Okay? If you're going for a conventional mortgage and you're self-employed, it won't be as bad, but it's still more so than if you uh, were not self-employed. Because a lot of times, you know, you can be self-employed and everything can be run up to snuff, you know, um, according to the generally accepted accounting principles, and then you won't have a problem. But many times, self-employed people, you know, they, uh, we kind of, you know, march to the beat of a different drummer, and things may not be um, accountable in a format that is in accordance or in agreement with the generally accepted accounting principles. Okay, so that makes it a little bit more overwhelming. And then, of course, the underwriters, who are the people who have the final thumbs up, thumbs down at the lender, uh, they're going to request more information and more documentation. And sometimes when the process drags out, they may have to ask for the same paperwork that they asked for a month ago. They may need newer versions of that. So they may need more recent bank statements or more recent um, you know, other financial statements, profit and loss, balance sheet, things like that, okay? Um, so it can be really overwhelming, it can be annoying, but just bear in mind that the lender, the loan officer, their team is only doing what they're required to do. And who requires them to do it? Well, their underwriting department. And why does the underwriting department require them to do that? Because the underwriting department needs to make sure that this loan complies with FHA guidelines, VA guidelines, okay? Freddie Mac guidelines, whatever the loan is. It's their job to make sure that everything complies with the federal regulations. And there are lots of them. Okay. So, you know, kudos to, you know, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team. Uh, we closed a loan today with my friend and another lender. We used Denora Hernandez. Um, <clears throat> she did a great job. Um, it was a very, very challenging loan. You know, it was a multifamily house, first time home buyer, self employed, FHA loan. Um, so, the, you know, this had a lot of, a lot of the hallmarks for a loan that can be challenging and it, you know it lived up to the bill so and then plus there were other issues why we had delays and extensions and whatnot um, but everybody kept pulling in the same direction we got the deal done seller kept folks stayed focused uh, focused on uh, getting the property sold buyers stayed focused on buying the property doing everything that they had to do we got the deal done and as a realtor, that's my job. That's very rewarding. You know, this is, as I said earlier, first time home buyer for this client. Uh, in addition, uh, they're personally very close to me. So it was really, you know, very touching for these folks, for this, you know, uh, the, the, husband, the buyer and his wife um, to close on their first home. You know, it's a great home, costs a lot of money, but it has opportunities to add value. It's something they could live in for a very long time. It's a nice piece of land, in addition to being a nice house, a nice improvement on the land. Um, so, you know, this, these are the things that 
I say every week how much I love my job, how blessed I am to have great clients. I've got an awesome partner in Don Morano, who um, we really gel well together, work well together, and um, our, our clients appreciate it. Okay. Um, you know, I want to also, I want to actually take the opportunity to announce that the Luca and Murano team at Remax Preferred is growing. We have a, uh, a new licensee, a new realtor who just um, got his, received his license last Wednesday. And uh, he will be, or he is part of the Luca and Murano team. And his name is Lasan Barada. And, um, he came to the final walkthrough today with me, uh, so he got to experience that. He attended the closing, first time he's ever attended a closing. And, um, you know, he's very enthusiastic, very, very eager to learn as much as he can. And um, he's a hard worker, you know. He, uh, he's an Army veteran, so he has that kind of work ethic behind him. And he has <clears throat> excuse me, some goals, so, you know, we're looking forward to... Uh, bringing him into the fold on the Luca and Murano team and getting him up and running as soon as possible so that he can help us uh, handle and uh, manage all of our clients and new clients, buyers, sellers, you know, leads, the leads that come in from all of our um, lead generation sources, okay? And uh, so I want to make an official welcome to Lesson Barada, uh, to the Luca and Murano team. And uh, he, you know, lives in Providence, comes into the office. He's been coming in every day. He was with us last weekend. I, you may recall, if you listen to this show, a few weeks ago I had uh, Councilman Steve DiLorenzo from the town of North Providence Town Council on as a guest on the show. And we were talking about the North Providence Village Fest. Uh, the first one. Uh, it was the first festival that the town of North Providence had um, like this. And uh, I'll tell you, it was, a, it was a smashing success, smashing success. Um, we had tons of people there Friday night, Saturday day, Saturday night, um, Sunday. Things wrapped up. They had the band Brass Attack playing. So this was a great, great event. Lots of awesome food there, good people, um, a lot of other business vendors there. And uh, if you didn't get to come down this year, please check it out next year. And uh, we're definitely going to be involved, the Luca and Murano team. We had a booth there, and it was very, very um, productive for us. We got to meet a lot of great people while we were there, okay? In particular, a lot of members of the uh, police department and fire department in North Providence. Those guys, they all, they were there in big presence, you know, making sure everything proceeded without a hitch. The North Providence DPW workers were there, making sure there was no debris or trash or anything anywhere on the uh, street because they shut down the street, the whole, you know, the street in front of Town Hall from the uh, roundabout to the turnoff from Mineral Spring Avenue. That was completely shut down. All right. And so uh, it was a great time. So La, uh, Lasan Barada, he was there. He worked the booth with Don and myself. Uh, we also had our friend and other lender, Justin Conrad. He works at North Point Bank. Uh, Justin works with a lot of, um, he's, he's like a, a fixture in North Providence. And he does a lot of work with the uh, fire department, 
you know, members of the police department, etc. And uh, so he, um, it was great having him there as well. You know, we had a big um, air tube that did a money grab. We had a, a raffle wheel as well. So um, it was a good time. And we look forward to doing it next year. Of course, you know, we're here in Woonsocket. Autumn Fest is coming up. Okay, it's going to be here before you know it. And WNRI will be there. And, uh, and we'll have a big presence there. And the Luca and Murano team will be at the booth at at least one or two points during the weekend. We're looking forward to that as well. So please check out uh, Autumn Fest. Come to the WNRI booth at Autumn Fest in a few weeks. All right. So, folks, it's about 25 minutes past the hour. And I want to get back to talking about the home buying and home selling process. Okay. You know, I... Um, we're very blessed at the Luca and Murano team in that we've had a lot of folks reach out to us to um, help them sell their house. You know, sometimes it's been a little bit unfortunate and we're getting one listing that, uh, you know, the woman had passed away and her adult children are now, excuse me, uh, forced with, uh, you know, getting the house prepared for sale and cleaning it out and decluttering and everything like that. But, um, you know, we or received this lead from a previous customer of mine, a previous client of mine, and uh, we're very grateful for that. If you're looking for a three-bedroom house with a potential in-law in North Providence, a um, nice quarter of an acre lot, integrated uh, garage, this is the house for you. It's going to be priced about $385,000. It should be coming on the market in about... A month, so it's going to be a coming soon listing, and during that time, the sellers are going to prepare the house. They're going to do the decluttering and getting everything out of the house that uh, doesn't need to be there. We're working on another listing. It's a two-bedroom shotgun ranch, also in North Providence, um, that will be priced a little bit lower. It'll be below it uh, below $300,000. So this will be a different price point for a smaller house and not quite as big of a yard, but still a nice house nevertheless. Okay, so if you are going to be looking to buy a house, let us know. 401-232-4300. You can call or text us at that number. Um... And if you're looking for something in a little bit more of a rural area, we're going to be getting a listing for a house in Burrowville. That's a three, it's a raised ranch, three-bedroom house, two-bath. And it has a man-town garage, detached, oversized two-car garage with a loft for uh, a loft for like a shop area or a storage area, not, not a residential loft. Um, we're going to be getting that property, too. Nice piece of land, very level lot, and that's in Burville. Okay, so if you know of anyone or you yourself are looking to buy a home in North Providence or Burville, we have multiple opportunities for you, and um, we, we'd love to show them to you. Okay, so folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial. And uh, we're here for your service. If you have any specific questions and we're Facebook friends, shoot me a DM on Facebook and I will answer that for you. If we're not Facebook friends, reach out. It's Joe Luca. Um, shoot me a friend request and then um, we can correspond via Facebook. Okay. 
Um, home prices. Everybody's talking about what's going on. Are prices, is the market going to cool? Has it started to drop? You know, folks, not yet. Um, <clears throat> the intensity of the marketplace is a little bit, has lessened a little bit. Okay, it's decreased a little bit. That doesn't mean that it's a cooling down. It doesn't mean that prices are dropping because I don't see prices dropping yet. I do. I mean, I see prices are not increasing at the rate at which they were previously. And by that, I'll give you an example. I think I talked about this last week. We have, uh, you know, houses aren't appraising as high. So if you have a house that's bid up over asking price, that's bid up over asking price, appraisers are a little hesitant, or a little cautious about appraising houses at these higher numbers. All right, if it's a cash deal, it doesn't matter. There's no appraisal. If it's a huge deposit, there's no risk for the lender. Okay, but... If it's an FHA mortgage or something, a low down payment mortgage, the lenders, the appraisers are going to be very cautious. All right. And we you know, had one of our listings. It was uh, priced at $350,000. So the buyer offered three fifty-five, And they asked for 5000 back to go towards the closing costs for the buyer. All right. So how that works, folks, is you're selling a house and... You want $400,000 for it. And I say, well, I will give you $405,000 for your house, but you need to give me $5,000 back to cover my closing costs. So you're still going to net as the seller $400,000. But my, and my mortgage, my mortgage, unfortunately, is going to be for, based on $405,000 because that $5,000 closing cost credit is going into my mortgage. Okay. That can be all hunky-dory. I mean, the, the, the wisdom of that, I don't know that I necessarily agree with because now that $5,000 for closing costs, you're paying for that over 30 years. So you're probably going to spend twelve, fourteen thousand dollars 14000 for that $5,000 closing cost credit. Now, that's a little bit different than what we had through Rhode Island Housing a while back where they had a grant Okay, grant, you don't have to pay back. But a closing cost credit, that gets worked into your loan. Okay. So in our example, the house was listed at 350. They offered 355 with five back. The appraiser came out and the appraiser said, Well, the house is worth 350, it's not worth 355. Okay. So things like that are starting to happen. The appraisers are getting a little bit more. I don't want to say savvy, but a little bit more cautious, I guess, would be a good way to describe it. Because they're, they're not appraising houses at higher amounts if it's including closing costs. What that means is that value, that extra $5,000 of value, it's not supported by the house. Now, if the house were pri priced below fair market value then it would. But it's hard to justify appraising a house for a higher dollar amount if there aren't other sales that actually include 
uh, that actually support that. So if the appraiser goes back and looks for other so properties that sold that are similar to the subject property, and then they go and they look and, well, okay, that house sold for three forty-five. But it wasn't really three forty-five because it included five thousand dollars for closing costs. So the house was really valued at three forty. That's what the fair market value is, and that's what an appraisal does. It establishes fair market value, what the marketplace would pay for the house. Okay. An assessment, just as a quick aside, which is what you see in the assessor's office at the tax assessor's office. An assessment is a an almost an arbitrary number that has nothing to do with fair market value. <clears throat> so you could have a house that's worth fair market has a fair market value of four hundred thousand dollars. It could be priced by the assessor. It could be assessed at three hundred thousand or one hundred and eighty thousand or five hundred and eighty thousand, but the fair market value is still the same. Okay, so the assessed value of a house has no um, relationship with the fair market value. I cannot count the number of times I have clients who refer to an assessed value as the value of the house. You know, there's a period of time that a lot of municipalities, their assessed value is 10% higher than fair market value. Other municipalities, it was 10% lower. Now it's all over the place, but many times the assessed value is, is 60% of the fair market value. Okay? The fair market value is being driven up because there are more buyers than there are sellers. There are more people who want to buy a house than people who want to sell a house. Basic supply and demand. Okay, uh, that is happening because rents are so high. That is happening because interest rates are so low. So interest rates are so low and rents are so high, it makes sense for folks to consider becoming a homeowner instead of becoming or remaining a renter. Paying their own mortgage instead of paying the mortgage of the landlord. Okay. If you're not sure, okay, I was having this conversation with LaSun, you know, he knows people who, you know, would like to buy a house, they can't, they think they have, you know, lousy credit, they don't have a down payment. Those are things that can be fixed or addressed. If you have poor credit, we can help you improve your credit. It's not easy. We don't have a magic wand. It's not going to happen in a week. But if you are willing to work hard, take some steps necessary, your credit can be improved so that you will qualify for a mortgage. If you don't have a down payment, as I said, there are a number of different loan programs that are 100% financing loan programs. Okay. You may not be able to get the type of house in the area that you want to get one but what would be more advantageous to own a house that may not be in your preferred neighborhood or to continue paying rent and paying the landlord's mortgage 
in your preferred neighborhood. Okay, now I'm not saying that you should buy a house that's in a bad area. What I'm saying is that folks should consider, if you're looking to buy a house, well, maybe, maybe I, don't have, I, I can't buy the house in the Champaign neighborhood, but I can certainly buy a house in the Beer neighborhood. Hey, both of those houses are going to increase in value. Equity accumulation is the name of the game. You want to buy the best house on the best piece of land that you can afford. And if you have to compromise, compromise on the house, not on the land. Because the land, you can't change it. The house, you can always change it. You can fix up the house. You can paint it. You can change the landscaping. You can put an addition on. Those are things that you can do. You can change. You cannot change the land, the location of the land. So if you're looking at buying a house in a lousy area, a lousy part of town where there's um, high crime, you know, houses aren't maintained well, you may want to try and find a house in a different area that you can buy. So maybe get something a little bit smaller that's in a better neighborhood. Maybe a little bit older. Maybe a house that's dated. You know, it's dated and it feels like you're in the 1970s or 80s or 90s when you go in there. Those are all things you can change after you get in the house. Put together a plan. You know, that's one of the things that we do at the Luca and Murano team. Part of our Real Estate Made Easy program is we can help you determine what, where do you want to compromise? Would it be better to compromise here or there on your house? Because I think everybody's in agreement that owning a home is better than renting a home in most circumstances. If you're someone that has to change jobs and move around every six months, well, maybe you should rent. All right. Um, so Dave Aubin, my friend and client, just chimed, chimed in on Facebook. Must have been up late last night. You know, Dave, I, I don't. I didn't think I was up late last night, but I am a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of yawning today. I don't know why. All right. Um, so there's a lot that's that's. Um, you know, that goes into choosing a good house. And it's not always easy to determine what you should do. Where should I compromise? All right. Because we have wants, we have needs. Oh, and then we have a budget. Then we have a budget. Okay. And the budget really drives everything. The budget really drives everything. And... Within the confines or the, the um, you know, within the constraints of what you can afford, you try, have to make some compromises. So if you wanted a three-bedroom, two-full-bath house with a two-car garage and a finished walkout basement, and all you can afford is $375,000 or $325,000, whatever the number is, all right, well, that number is not going to change what you can afford. 
Okay, that's, that's a pretty hard number. But maybe we should look in a different area, more, more rural area. Okay. Maybe we should consider not having a walkout basement, buying a house that has an unfinished basement. Maybe that is a walkout, but, the, but it's unfinished. Maybe a one-car garage, not a two-car garage. Maybe a bath and a half and not two full baths. Find something that maybe you could convert a half a bath into a full bath or add another full bath. Okay. Those are What's good about those is that's a way for you to increase the value of the property. And that's how you can increase your net worth. Okay. You know, my friend Dave, we, he bought a house a month and a half ago. And um, <clears throat> he is doing a ton of work to this house. I mean, it, it, it was really amazing because he, a lot of the work he did on the exterior, just with the landscaping alone, made the house look a hundred times better than it did before, you know, when the previous owner had it. This is stuff. I mean, you know, Dave, they did, he and his son, they did some of the work himself, themselves and they hired folks to do some of the work. You know, you can do a lot of the, the work yourself, it may take a little longer, to improve, to in, improve the curb appeal and increase the value of your home. You know, I always say it's something simple like just trimming the shrubs and, you know, edging the grass along the driveway and the walkway makes a big big difference. You know, I, I've observed that even in my own house. You know, I've got a, a, a driveway and the, there were parts of the... Now, the driveway needs to be replaced, yes. And there were parts where the grass was growing onto the driveways, you know, and encroaching on the driveway. Just cleaning that up, getting all of that off and edging, having a nice straight edge go down the driveway, along the driveway, makes it look a hundred times better. It's still the same crappy piece of asphalt in my driveway but it looks so much better when it's edged okay so much better when it has a nice straight clearly defined edge same thing with your with your beds you know your flower beds in front of the house on the side of the house having a nice clearly defined edge makes a big difference these are things folks doesn't cost money to do this stuff when you own your own home you do this on your free time, mow the lawn. You know, I've started uh, watching these YouTubers and I've kind of become addicted to want, learning everything I can about lawnscaping. And uh, it, I look forward to mowing the lawn now, you know, just to try and make it look good, make it more green, you know, um, make sure the blades are sharp on the lawnmower things like that um, because these are things that add value to the house because the property looks more attractive and it's also it's referred to as pride of ownership pride of ownership you know I take pride in the house that we live in that we own I want it to look good because it's a reflection of us <clears throat> now the house still needs lots of other things to be done to it but I'll tell you what, just keeping the edge nice and straight along the driveway, keeping the grass mowed, <clears throat> having the grass be green, not let it, you know, turn brown from, not, from lack of water. These are the types of things that I can do 
Doesn't require a great deal of skill. Takes time. All right. Yeah, so Dave said lots of neighbors are complimenting him. Getting the driveway repaved in three weeks. Wow. That's huge. Very good, Dave. You know, see, Dave is, he's like, he's a, he's a maniac with this stuff. He is on it. Johnny on the spot, improving the value of his house. He has gold. He's a man with a mission. And that's the way, you know, a lot of homeowners are. You get into a new home, you want to make it yours. You want to increase its value. You want to make it look, you want to make it look like it's the bomb. Like it's sharp. Okay. Great way to do it. Do all that stuff. Dave painted the house. Just painting the house a different color made it look a hundred times better. You know, it really pops when you drive by. The neighbors must really love it because before everything was overgrown and it was poorly maintained and it made their houses look bad. Okay. And that's the thing, you know, folks, when you, when one or two homeowners on a street start, start taking care of their property, the other homeowners start to realize, hey, maybe I should do that too. Look how quickly they did that. You know, one of the, the guys I watch on YouTube, his name's Ryan Knorr, K-N-O-R-R, he's out in Iowa. Um, you know, he's, he's really, really particular. I've learned a lot watching his videos. And his, you look at his lawn compared to his neighbor's lawns, and, you know, some of them look horrible and some of them don't look good, but they are actually pretty good lawns, but his just looks so much better. His name, one of his neighbors actually had hired him to do his neighbor's lawn. Okay. So Dave, uh, Dave Aubin was just telling me that he put shutters on the house and the shutters make it pop. Yeah, that's true. You know, some houses, shutters make a big difference, a big difference in the presentation and how the house pops. Because you have that contrast of colors, you know, the blue and the white or, you know, the white house with the red or black shutters, something like that can make a big difference. All right. It makes it interesting to look at. Again, this is why being a homeowner gives you a much greater chance of having much higher net worth. Because when you own a home, you want to make it nice. You want to do things to make it look better. Just by doing that, you're going to increase the value of the home. A tenant, if you're paying your landlord's mortgage, if you do the same, that same work, you're not doing anything to increase your net worth. You're going to help increase the landlord's net worth. You know, sometimes tenants, you have great tenants, they take care of the property, they uh, take care of their, their apartment, they rent it, I mean, uh, they paint it, they clean it up, they do a lot of nice things to it, decorate it nicely. That's fantastic. It's not doing anything to help their net worth other than it makes them feel good that where they live looks nice, which there's a lot to be said for that because not enough people do that. However, if you're doing it on your own property, that's going to help you accumulate equity, which long term increases your net worth. And that's the best way to, you know, to help your family out, your kids, your heirs. Being able to transfer the wealth, the value of a home. All right. And at least until, you know, the government starts trying to tax that. 
that part of the estate. You know, it's referred to as the death tax. You know, you work hard, you have your home, maybe you have a couple of investment properties. And let's say, all, you know, it's not, I think the cutoff is 500,000 bucks, which is not a lot. I mean, you have a couple of investment properties that could be worth just, let's say, only $300,000 each. And then a single family house that you live in, your estate could be worth a million bucks. Well, the value over that cutoff point, which I believe is a half a million bucks, you're going to get a big tax on that. All right. So, you know, if you have $500,000 over the half a million after, excuse me, over the cutoff point, and you're getting taxed at 30%, that means you're going to have to pay 100, your heirs are going to have to pay $150,000 in taxes on property that you worked for and you maintained before you died, and they have to pay the tax on it, even though you paid sales tax, property tax, all those other taxes. So pay attention to our members of Congress to make sure they don't support anything like that. The death tax or the inheritance tax. You know, a lot of times they make it sound like it's only the rich who need this. Well, there are a lot of blue-collar workers, union members, who work hard and buy property over a period of years. And then when they pass on, their heirs are slapped with huge taxes, inheritance taxes. All right. That, that's just not fair. It's not, the, it's not the wealthy people because the wealthy people have all these other fancy accountants and lawyers who can make it so they don't have to pay taxes. But the little guy gets stuck paying those taxes. All right. So, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 AM. We broadcast live right here from Woonsocket, Rhode Island, in the heart of the Blackstone River Valley. Okay. I work at Remax Preferred. We are the Luca and Murano team. 401-232-4300. That's 401-232-4300. And it's the Luca, L-U-C-A, and Murano team. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, or you know someone that may be thinking about buying or selling a home, please give us a call. 401-232-4300. You can text us at that number as well. Okay, um, we'll answer any questions you have, and um, you know, hopefully, we can help you achieve your real estate goals. All right, our aim, Don Morano, and yours truly, Joe Luca. Our aim is for is to make real estate easy for you. Real estate made easy—that's our motto. And you get two for the price of one. And we have our new assistant. Lasan Barada, who has joined the Luca and Murano team. Okay, and uh, you can find him on Facebook as well. Okay. Um, it's about nine, eight, nine minutes before the hour. Um, just want to talk a little bit, you know, about what's going on in the economy. The governor uh, has a budget that he had submitted, and one of the things that the budget included was an increase in tax stamps, all right? Those are the, um, they're called tax stamps, but basically it's a sales tax on real estate. So when you sell your home, you have to pay about $4.60 per $1,000 of value. So if you're selling a $100,000 house, $4.60 times 100, $4,600, that's what you're paying in taxes. 
Okay. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And the governor wants to, his budget um, includes provisions to increase the amount of that tax. All right. Of those tax stamps. We're against that. We don't want to make it more expensive to buy, sell, or own real estate. We don't want to make it uh, more difficult to buy, sell, or own real estate. We want it to be as easy as possible. That's what realtors do. And we lobby. We lobby Congress. We lobby the state houses. And we lobby city and town halls as well. Okay? So that's what we do. Because we're looking out for you, the homeowner. Because no one lobbies for the homeowners of this country. Um, no one, no one lobbies for the homeowners of this country the way the National Association of Realtors does. Okay. It's important that we do this. We meet with our members of Congress, the Senate... Uh, the legislature in the state in the state house, because if we didn't, then the amount of the fees would be significantly higher. The amount of paperwork would be significantly greater. One of the reasons that we have retained the the um, did mortgage interest tax deduction is thanks to the National Association of Realtors. Okay, we do what we can to protect private property ownership rights so they're not infringed upon by the government federal state county or municipal government so pay attention folks you know there's a state election out in california that's going to have a, an impact whoever wins there's going to be an impact on uh, property values and uh, life in the state of california okay um, so, but pay attention around here. Read the newspapers, whether it's online or not, wherever you read, get your information from. Reach out to your representatives in the state legislature or in Congress, U.S. congressmen, U.S. Uh, senators. Pay attention and don't forget or don't be timid. Don't be shy about. Don't be shy about reaching out you know a lot of times the only time these politicians hear from us if it's a, if it there's something about a hot button issue hot button between air quotes you know second amendment or abortion that's when they hear about they hear from everybody that's when they hear from everybody well there are a lot of other things that we need to communicate uh and have an intercourse with our discourse with our uh, political representatives about one of which is spending. You know, there's about $10 trillion that the federal government is talking about. You know, if all of this spending is passed, okay, and signed into law by the president, my kids are basically going to be working for the government because we're never going to pay off all the interest. We're never going to pay the interest off on all of these loans. Okay, so folks, please pay attention to what's going on around you. 
Um, I mentioned our governor and that one aspect of his budget that we're not happy with. I'm personally, I think the governor's been doing a great job with the exception of this issue. You know, I'm um, very, um, you know, very. I very much support everyone's ability and right to own a home, and I don't want it to be infringed upon financially or otherwise by the government. Okay, so pay attention, folks. You know, uh, go to city council meetings, go to town council meetings, get involved. You know, read, educate yourself about what's going on. There are a lot of folks who, uh, we, you know, we have a prospective client. We're going to be listing his house uh, probably in another week or so who is moving out of state. Okay. We have, there are a lot of folks who are leaving Rhode Island and moving down, I'll say down south. If it's Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, um, places where the tax burden is much lower. Okay, perhaps it's also because it's warmer down there. All right. I like the fact that we have winter. That means we're never going to have uh, big snakes and we're never going to have alligators or crocodiles up here because we get a nice snow, keeps them away. All right. I think that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But nevertheless, people are leaving the state and... They're leaving. One of the reasons they're leaving is because of the tax burden. We have a great state. We, you know, get all of the seasons. The quality of life is 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 great here. Um, we shouldn't have to leave because of the tax burden. All right, we shouldn't have to leave because of the tax burden. So, folks, we're coming up to the final minutes of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank our sponsors, Anthony Bettencourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon Title and Escrow. John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, 401-321-4401. Give them a call to see if they can save you some money on your mortgage or if you'd like to see how much house you could afford to buy. And then, of course, GMET's Moving in Storage, 401-383-6399. They are the go-to movers of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show and the Luca and Murano team at REMAX Preferred. Okay. Um, give them a call, 401-383-6399. And we will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel on WNRI 99.9 FM. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.